0: This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Welcome to another edition of Unlocking Astrology with the unlocker himself, the man that has the keys, Mr. (laughs) Samuel Reynolds.
1: All right, thank you.
0: (laughs) So um, before I hit record, you asked me a question.
1: I asked you, yeah. I was you know, like, where are you in relation to Christianity? Are you a Christian? Are you Christian?
0: Yeah. And um, I said, let's answer this because everything that, that this is to me is about the transparency. We're not doing a show. We're not sitting here. And the only, not the only reason, the reason why I feel it's important for us to have this conversation is the answer that I'm about to give you. Um, where am I with religion? I said, I I follow the teachings of Christ. And I put a hard T on the end of it. Mm-hmm. And um, what does that mean for me? Well, you know, I study, I've read the Bible. I used to st- used to teach the Bible. I was part of what people thought was a cult at some point where I would have church every day. You know, Wednesday Bible study, we would have lessons. We have tests. I mean, it was intense. We'd go out and preach the Bible, to, uh, to, you know, give people, uh, you know, cause the, the great commission goes, tells you to go out and mm-hmm. teach, you know. And so we followed the great commission, got people baptized. And at some point I was like, I see people, you know, get emotional about being baptized and then several weeks they've fallen away
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and they kept trying to push me into leadership because my personality, I was like, yeah, but Christ wasn't really about that hierarchy thing. And what gives you the right to be in that position? And what gives you the right to tell me I should be in that position, you know? I'm just a servant. I just want to be a servant, you know, and then they were like trying to, you know, doing a, so I had to ask the the pastor this question. I said, you, you are telling people the only way to get to heaven is through this church. So anybody that's not in this church, they're going to hell. Now I already knew the answer to that. I needed to hear him say it. And based on how he answered would determine what I would do next. And actually there was only a wrong answer because if he said yes, I was leaving. And if he said no, I was leaving because now you're a liar. Mm -hmm. So I left. I left on the answer that I knew he was gonna give me. Either way, it was the wrong answer because what I discovered in reading and much, and I don't wanna say much the way Nat Turner read that Bible and saw different things, Mm -hmm. because this is really this thing that you and I are doing every week, You know, for me, the goal is self-discovery the answer to this question why am I here a- and what my conclusion is that I'm here to be a better person but how do, how am I a better person through other people through through ins- not inspiring but through discovering myself through other people through my relationship with other people and that means that love thing that Jesus came here with you know feeding 5,000 chilling he didn't have a pulpit that he came into every Sunday you had to go and worship at his feet there was no hierarchy there were no purple robes he didn't sit on a throne he was mm-hmm. with and among the people, the people that most people rejected. He said, all of this judgment, y'all want to talk about Sabbath. You want to talk about the Sabbath and what I'm doing on the Sabbath. When you are treating people, you honor your mother. No, you follow legalism. You and you do all these 600 laws and whatever, washing your hands and all this stuff, but you treat people like trash. I'm mm-hmm. paraphrasing of course. Yeah. But that's the point too. It is for us to embody these tenets, right? Which were only two, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, thy soul, thy mind. So, what does that mean? If you believe that there's a higher being and there's a reason for being beyond you, love that. Love that energy that produced everything, and then love one another. Love one another. And at that, that point, that Peter, and I'm sorry, I'm get you, you get me now. You're going ask me a question, and I want to answer it fully. When when Jesus came back to Peter, if you believe that, and even if you don't, I want to share the story because I think it's powerful. This man betrayed or denied him three times, as yes. Jesus said he would, ran away and then hid while he was being crucified. And was like, I don't want nothing to do with that. Y'all not getting me. And Jesus found him after he re- was resurrected and said on this rock, Cephas, which Peter, I'm gonna build my church. And he asked him three times, do you love me? Yes, Lord, of course I love you. Feed my sheep. Do you love me? Yes, of course, Lord. No. Feed my sheep. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. (laughs) So every day I get up with this. Am I feeding people? Am I loving people? What does that look like? What is love? Do I love me? And first, I got to love me before I can love you, right? And so this, this journey for me called life, when you ask me, do I follow? Yes, I am a Christian from this standpoint, that my Goal is to love. And my goal is to treat people the way I want to be treated. And my goal is to not judge. My goal is to live and let live. My goal is freedom for everybody because all of us just get one chance at this spin. As far as I know, I ain't heard seeing nobody come back. (laughs) And if that's the case, then why do we oppress people? So even this exploration into the signs and what it all means it's like what about you can you see that you can refine that you see in somebody else that you can extract that that can help improve the condition of your life and the life of the people around you because happy people make happy people and I just want everybody to be their good happy selves so I'm sorry I took a long time answering that but you asked so
1: no you know answer Don't be sorry to me and I don't think your listeners and viewers are gonna be sorry, even though some would be like, when are you gonna talk about Aquarius? Okay, all right, yeah. (laughs) And and what I'll say is that on some level, everybody, you've been listening to Karen talk about Aquarius. And why I say that is that in many ways, Aquarius reflects that sensibility where they wanna take the people who have been on the margins and bring them more toward the center. Ideally in the spirit of love, but for many, it will be on the spirit of principle and the idea of, you know, or just ideals, period. Now Christ exhibited in it through the idea of love, but Aquarius as a water bearer is bringing the soothing waters of hope the soothing waters of aspiration and ideals and a lot of people think aquarius by virtue of the name is a water sign it's an air sign and just to kind of remind people we've been talking about the air signs when we talked about gemini and then when we talked about libra now we're at the last out of the first you know to the 12 and that air sign as a fixed air sign right as versus You know, Libra being cardinal and Gemini being mutable is really more so trying to um, hold the space for bringing multiple people together from divergent ends with a sense of a plan, with a sense of a vision, and we even can see that through some elements of the season, especially in the northern hemisphere, where in Leo we have the natural power of the sun, the heat of the sun to kind of keep us warm and bring things together, but in Aquarius, we gotta bring the heat, <laughs> right? We gotta come together, we gotta rely on fire, we gotta um, find ways to congregate together and build together in order and systematize together in order to have that sense of connection and community. So Aquarius really is very dedicated to that ideal, not just a building community, but that can come through friends, that can come through an aggregate of believers, but there's a way in which they wanna really congeal the sense of principle and ideal. And some of that might also center around truth and the belief in truth. And when I say truth, it's like, you know, from um, the X-files, the truth is out there. So sometimes they're out there too. So one thing that's um, very much often said about Aquarians is that they're eccentric. And that's because these people are not only inspired by ideals but by virtue of those ideals is an integrity that they hold related to their individuality and being individuals. And now that gets into some interesting territory because as much as they're guided by that sense of individuality, they have to maintain that balance between the individuality and the idea of the collective And not one become too much of the other. Now classically Aquarius is a sign of Saturn. Now many contemporary astrologers have associated that with Uranus, but I think the the real story is better told through Saturn. And just to revisit him because we talked about him a little bit with Capricorn, you know, Saturn, you know, people remember that Saturn wanted to eat his children, right? That's the dude that wanted to eat his children. They don't remember He's also the dude who overthrew his, his tyrannical father, Uranus, right? Which we now make the analogy to um, Uranus or Uranus. But anyway, he overthrew his father, cut off his testicles, threw them into the sea. From that foam, putatively came Venus, all these other things. And before his father fell away, disappeared, we're not clear exactly what happened. He told, he prophesied for Saturn, he was like, the same thing's going to happen to your children. Now, why is this relevant? Because what can happen with Aquarius is that they can become so beholden toward their sense of vision and wanting to go and have things along a certain line. They can also become creatures related to containment, conservatism, and not necessarily broaden that sense of reach. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. They don't keep that great commission. They keep the great commission to like, those who wanna be down with what I'm saying, <laughs> to my ideal. And they may not keep that same spirit. So we often see in more of the popular sense, you know, like one love, the, the idea of the Aquarian, is like they're the humanitarians of the Zodiac. They're the people like Bob Marley, who was um, an Aquarian, Or they're like Rosa Parks, you know, who stood up for us and who actually, you know, sat down for us. They're like, you know, they they romanticize these people, which on some level, I'm saying that's true. But on another level, that quote-unquote humanitarianism might not be so much about being humane to everyone, but someone that that follows along their principles. Because this is when I evoke other Aquarians. Ronald Reagan, Dick Cheney, Alan West, Paul Ryan, Dan Quayle, right? You know we have these or Glenn Beck, Sarah Palin, right? Those are Aquarians too. And you might say like, how can this be the same sign those people as Toni Morrison or, um, you know, Oprah, or Chick, Oprah Win- Oprah or Oprah Winfrey. Win- Right? How can they be the same sign? Well, this is where we kind of have a coalescing principle. Aquarians are for those people who they see on the margins in some way that they want to bring to the center. And that's the ideal that drives them because they often also feel they're on the margins. Where do I fit? How do I find my way of belonging? Because on some deep seated level, I don't feel like I belong. So I want to be attentive to those who also may not feel like they belong. And that is humane. That is a way in which they're angling toward love. And it it, it goes deeper. One of the things I also find found about Aquarians related to some things that you were saying about your your vision of Christ, which I, I really relate to, is that they don't get too fixated on titles as well. So one of the things I have found is that, you know, you can have, you could be the ex of an aquarium, right? And when you were with them, they let you drive their car. And um, but and so y'all still cool, but you still need the car. They may let you still drive that car, right? Now, their new partner may be like, why are you letting your ex drive the car? I'm the one now. They're not all caught up about titles. They're not going to fixate on like, well, this has to be right and you have to fit in this box. They're not about fitting into boxes. They want to kind of step out of the box. They want to innovate the box. They want to rethink the box. So we can think of someone like Thomas Alva Edison. Now, when I say Edison, let me put him in context because it's Black History Month, right? Putting him in context, this goes also with the idea that I think that Aquarians are innovators or they can consolidate innovation. So one of the things to acknowledge is that many things that Thomas Alva Alva Edison is credited with creating, he didn't, right? Lewis Latimer, for example, right? Is someone who we have to mention who worked for Alva Edison for Thomas and, you know, and Edison actually acquired some measure of his patents and credit for his work. Now, that's not me saying, so no one reads this wrong, He's saying Aquarians are thieves. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying, saying that
0: Edison was a thief, right?
1: And people people can have bad traits in all signs. On all the signs, but I am saying what Edison did reveals something, whereas he sought to consolidate and take what had been already working and improve upon. You listen to the work of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, right? And Mozart didn't invent the piano. He didn't do all these different things, but he definitely was innovative with his music, right? In terms of how things happened in Europe related to the music. Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan didn't invent the game, but definitely changed the game. So this is something to understand because a lot of times people will say, and this goes back to an early conversation, and I know I get in trouble with this, where I say to people that the most, the most radical sign of the zodiac is Taurus, right? But people always wanna claim, no, 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 it's Aquarius. And I think that's because of the association with Uranus, which for me is kind of funny because Uranus, Uranus, is the guy who got his testicles chopped off, right? And overthrown, he wasn't the radical. Saturn was the radical. And there's a warning and there's a lesson in that where you have to be careful that in your pursuit of being the gorilla on the margins, that you don't become the tyrant once you get to the center, right? So one example is, I I laugh about Sarah Palin, because Sarah Palin is always talking about mainstream, lamestream media, right? And all these different things. I'm like, aren't aren't you mainstream media now, right? You're not on the margins anymore. You're not marginal. Same thing that was true for Reagan. And there's ways in which, We were talking about the self-destructive tendency that you were observing, and that one can talk about with Capricorn and then we also see in Scorpio. I think there's some of that in Aquarius as well, as well, but it's different. Aquarius will die on their hills of principles, right? Now, it depends on how you're willing to die on that. And I am not knocking that people should, you know, chuck their principles or chuck their ideas, because that's not what I believe. But at the same time, we can look at someone like Bob Marley. Bob Marley was not willing to lose a toe, right? for because of what he believed. He wasn't willing to budge. He wasn't willing to give. My father was an aquarian, also spent time inveying and, you know, decrying people and saying this didn't happen, not realizing he, you know, like, well, you kind of built this bed because you didn't want to play any games other any other way, right? Which, isn't a bad thing, but recognize what you're doing, right? Um, but the other thing, speaking about invade, I am convinced that no one can invade, and I love that word where you can kind of decry and denounce with such venom. No one can do that like Aquarius. What I used to love is listening to Keith Olbermann invade against the system or whatever, right? So, you know, and he's like, how dare you, sir? Blah, blah, blah. And then you can listen to like, an uh, Aquarian like Frederick Douglass, what to the American slave is your 4th of July? I answer, a day that revealed to him more than any other day in the year, the gross injustice and cruelty to which he is accustomed, right, that's power, that's Aquarius where they tackle the system, right, in order to innovate it, in order for it to change, to make more space for those who are operating at the margins where they see themselves, When they get too attached to that sense of power, though, then that balance between the individual and the community gets skewed and then they can have an ego as big as Leo, right? And so that can be the other problem that can also happen for the Aquarius. So, I mean, they're very powerful in the sense of what they can generate. Sometimes they like to be more the king maker, like Dick Cheney, right? Rather than always in the front. Um, sometimes it can be more in the margins. You know, it's interesting, you know, we talked about Oprah, you know, Oprah has made a lot of people's careers, right? She really has. We have to give her credit for that. And, and turn-
0: let's go down the list, you know, Dr. Oz, Dr. Yeah. Oz, Rachel Ray, um, Ayala. Dr. Phil, Dr. Phil, Dr. Phil, cause of the beef. Uh, mm-hmm. The beef industry uh, lawsuit, he came in and then she turned around and made mm-hmm. that happen. Um, oh, she and Ava, mm-hmm. she and Tyler Perry. You know, I'm not saying that she made Tyler Perry because I think he was going to-, they got to an, She helped him get
1: to another level. And
0: then he helped her, came right. back around when she started her network. You know, there's always kind of been that that um, sistership um, between she and Ava DuVernay. We saw it
1: with Selma. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I'm sure Gail. Right there's a way in which they kind of open pathways for people who may, who are on these margins. You know, same thing for Toni Morrison. What often is not said about Toni Morrison is that before Toni Morrison. Wait, let me, let's pull this up. Uh, before Tony Morrison was an author, she was an editor working at Random House, paving the way for many of the names like Tony K. Bambara um, that, you know, and the salt eaters that we now, just can have us, you know, in, in our continuum, household names, right? But that was her work. And then see by virtue of opening the path and opening it more um, as being the first Black American Nobel Prize winner mm-hmm. for I mean, literature. She,
0: Yeah, uh, Angela Davis. And
1: Angela Muhammad,
0: Davis. Muhammad Ali.
1: Well, he's Capricorn.
0: No, but she, she gave him a book oh. deal. Mm-hmm. Angela Davis book deal. Oh um, yeah,
1: she was an editor at Random House. I was saying, okay, I thought you were going with Aquarius because no, 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 Hayes no, no. Awesome I'm saying you
0: talk about yeah. the launching, right? Not that she launched their careers, but their book publishing. And this black book, which my daddy had, mm-hmm. I, that book is, in, her book, yeah. Thirty five years has been in my in my midst, and it's old. Uh, I didn't know she did that until I watched the documentary on Toni Morrison, and I was like. I think I have that book somewhere. I had to go through my, thing. Yeah. I'm like pulled it out. I was like, oh my god, she was the first person to tell black people about themselves in such a way. Like this is,
1: so, woof. And that was her project, by the way. I mean, her project was to take the people who appeared in the works of like um, Fitzgerald and, um, you know, the great American authors, the great American white authors to take those people who had existed black people who existed in their margins and put them center yeah. that was her work that's what she did you know her characterization and development and i thought that was a great leitmotif for what aquarius is about and going back to where we started where you talked about the christ figure talked about christ i mean that's kind of that's not kind of but that is what jesus did you know we didn't get so much in terms of about The rules and this is the way things but what about the people you know so if we can say that leo is the stage then aquarius represents the audience and the people who are in the audience the people who are receiving this light and how they process it how they work with it how they deal with it how they build from it and so aquarius becomes instrumental in that and you know and that's the best of what they can do. You know, we even have like a famous aquarium to think related to that in America, um, in terms of Franklin Delano Roosevelt in Social Security, and the idea that we catch those people who are falling through the cracks. So I think one thing to understand about that, um, you know, it can be hard. I should talk about the hard parts, and I can even talk about my father, whose birthday was just yesterday. Oh. So <clears throat> my father you know, exemplified a lot of things about Aquarius. And one of the things is where you could be attentive to those people on the on the margins, but it can be hard for those people who ex- expect to be center stage, right? So my father had, you know, I'd like to tell the story. He had this penchant for when he would see people, hey, baby, what's up, my man, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I would sometimes wonder, like, if he knew these people's names, but he was always attentive to various people So I never forgot. I went up to him and blocked him his way getting to the refrigerator. And I was like, I got a question for you. Boy, move. I got to get to the fridge. Question is, what's my name? (laughs) What do you mean? What's my name? I see you go around and, hey, boy, blah, blah, blah. What's up, my man? Blah, blah, blah. You, You know, using everybody's name. And you say, hey, killer. You always call me killer. But what's my name? Boy, if you don't move in front of that fridge, I I'm just asking. I just want to know. I don't know if you know my name. And he told me, your name is Samuel Frederick Reynolds. I gave you that damn name. I moved, right? And he pushed me out of the, into the fridge. And I, I think that came, and that sensibility never completely left because he's so attentive to what happens on the margin. Sometimes it's hard for those people closest to them to feel close to them, oh. right? And... That goes along with this thing that often is described as detachment. Now, I don't think Aquarians are detached people. I've had too many Aquarians cry in my chair during sessions or cry during the Zoom or be emotional. They can be emotional people. That detachment comes where they don't necessarily, they're not going to buy in because they're idealistic. They're not going to buy in on just the level of feeling about what you're feeling or what you deem as important. So for instance, if you come to them for the 10th time about like, you know, my sister, I don't like, I don't like the way she treats my nephew um, and blah, 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 and you're going on about that. They're gonna expect some measure of agency and action, like be a damn individual. What are you doing? And why are you taking up my time where I could be thinking about saving the world about your, your problems, right? It's small, it's small potatoes. Right, you know, right. Aquarius wants to think about the big potatoes, right? In terms of the meaning and, and learn more and get more actively related to the world and build a sense of community. And here you are talking about again your nasty that you barely see, right? So they're not want, they don't want to deal with that elements, those elements of hypocrisy. It's challenging for them. I think the other thing that can be challenging for them <clears throat> because they're also very private people. Not as private as Scorpio, so yes, you can use their government name in the street, usually. (laughs) Um, Although they may have a different name, you know, (laughs) they may tell you, like, call me Serious 1, right? You know, it's like, okay, you know, they're most likely to have a different name, you know, not just African, but some other kind of way that reflects their individuality and sense of themselves. But, you know, you can see them out in the street, but they don't want to necessarily they want to have some space for themselves and that sense of individuality because they realize that it's something precious to guard and keep. Mm. And so kind of having someone immersed in that, you know, they think like, well, you know, you're just intimacy adversity, you know, and it's not that per se. It can be some of that, but they don't want to get too close to to the point where they feel like they lose that individuality and that spark. So these are the people who can be tirelessly working out do things you know they work for the youth they work um with seniors you know they're on this board and that board but then you know they don't answer the phone (laughs) when you call them (laughs) (laughs) it's you know it's hard to reach um so that can be one of the difficult difficulties for them and the challenges for those around them you know and in feeling them the other thing we, we can go with that is that they can get hard if they feel like that. And that's the nature of idealism. They feel that the world, as they get older especially, doesn't live up to the principles and set of the ideal, their ideals. They can get bitter. And so one of the things that can, they need to watch out for is that level of bitterness and you know, hardening in their heart and realizing that ideals are guides and that they can use those particular guidelines for what they wanna see in the world to help give it shape, but not feel like they have to be so beholden to it that those ideals become idols. Mm, 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 mm.
0: Right. So um, I'm, I don't have too many Aquariuses, Aquari, is that <laughs> Aquarians, Aquarians uh, in my life? So I, I don't have much reference, but um, you say that all of the signs are in us. Just really quickly, first of all, uh, um, Sagittarius. I saw a lot in the comments. Sagittarius is a little pissed. It blew off. up. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh well. Uh, and a few others. You know, like you ain't named the good people. You know, whatever. Y'all, y'all can go down your own rabbit holes because all of the signs are in us, according to right. Sam Reynolds. Yeah. Um, what is the sun sign? We're talking right now. Sun signs. Talking uh, about
1: signs in general, which can be applicable to the sun sign, the rising sign, or the moon sign. Right. Okay, so
0: when you talk about Aquarius, this, these are people who have Aquarius rising, moon, mm-hmm. and sun. Okay, yep. have these traits. What's the difference between the sun, the moon, and the rising? So the sun becomes more, <clears throat>
1: excuse me, the analogy I like to give is that imagine you have to go to the store to get something like milk or water, right? It's an intention. So the sun represents an intention of the soul. What it wants to retrieve and behold um in life then the moon would be more like the vehicle the day-to-day experience by which you get to the store to fulfill that intention so it represents the body it represents also even one aspect of the mind that deals with memory also the emotions all the ways in which you start to coalesce the experience of movement in the world um by which you start to you know then associate with particular things particular feelings what's you know in terms of things with your body and sensations all of that is the moon including the first body you had while you were doing this which is your mother's body right Mm. so the moon also represents the mother then the route the unique path by which you get to the store (coughs) that belongs to you that is the ascendant so the ascendant Becomes the way by which you navigate through life, um, what you're paying attention to, what's paying attention to you. So it makes a difference between whether you're flossing or you whether you want to be incognito, right? And you want to kind of like have your own path where you know others can see more what you're doing. However, it is mm. um, how and so it becomes that that granular experience, and that's why the time is so important to an astrologer because that gives them the ascendant. Your moon sign could be in effect the whole day. The sun could be in effect the whole day. But your rising sign is only only gonna be true generally about two hours. And even then the astrologer is paying attention to the actual degree. That degree will give that astrologer enough information about the planet that's in charge of that particular sign and then even more about where the planets and how you're moving along that particular path. And so if you're Aquarius rising, um, you're going to be much more attentive to wanting to follow a path that ultimately leads more to bringing people more on the margins into the center. If you're a moon, you may feel moon in Aquarius, you may already feel like I'm out there or somehow I'm different. Even if you're born like, quote unquote, wonderbread, uh white, white touch, you know, like I fit in, I'm Anglo-Saxon, you know, you know, my last name is Smith, I fit in every way, but in some some, some particular way, you may not feel like you you belong. And so you might be more attentive to like, you know, especially in the eighties, what's this hipness, this, this rap, this hip hop, next thing you know, you're doing rhyme and you're out there break dancing and your father's going like, what are you doing here, Jim? Right, we don't do that, right? But you're following this path because These feel like your peeps. You know, and remember, I told you, the emotion becomes your experience of your day-to-day vehicle, Mm. how you feel in that, And then the sun may be where you feel the power of the intention and it just seems to shine through. And you have this, even though sometimes you go off the path and then you kind of come back, just like the sun to some degree. And you might say, wouldn't that be more like the moon? The moon does that too, but the moon is much more intimate. The sun is kind of like, the deeper recesses of ourselves. So on some level, what we're doing when we're unlocking astrology, we're trying to unlock the sun, the moon, and the rising in order to better coordinate how these three work together to become a whole self, to become a whole Karen, become a whole Sam.
0: I've never had my chart, as you know, uh, done. And when you had the the information and I I didn't give you all the information anyway, so you lost it magically. Mm -hmm. I know that that was ancestors
1: um, were like yo whatever not now
0: as you're talking I might I might have an Aquarius uh rising somewhere you know um you might Who knows? what what are the likelihoods of people uh what's the likelihood of someone having an Aquarius
1: sun moon and rising very likely I mean because all it takes for an Aquarian sun to have Aquarius rising is to be born at dawn while the sun is traveling through Aquarius then for the moon, if they're like a new moon, like we just had one last week and you were born at dawn, guess what? You got a sun in Aquarius, moon in Aquarius, and Aquarius rising. Okay. Right? Your Chinese New Year. Chinese New
0: Year, that's, yeah, you made yourself laugh. All right, um, you, we named, I think, just about every famous Aquarii. Aquari- I don't know Aquarius. if we have.
1: I mean, I, I always miss some people. I mean, there's, there's but there's a lot of them, um, a good number of them. You know, and then I have to poke fun at Scorpios because, you know, Scorpios are conceived during Aquarius, oh, right? Okay. So there's some way in which one manifests the other, just like I think I told you, you know, Taurians are conceived during Leo.
0: And that makes perfect sense. And and listen, this is a we're going to miss some things, both of us. I'm, I'm not an expert at all, mm-hmm. but you know, things are going to be missed, which is why the folk y'all get in the comments and fill in the blanks. Fill in the
1: blanks, comment, give me your thoughts, you know, I know I angered some Sagittarians. One kind of reached out to me on Instagram and was like, I didn't like that. And um, and that's cool. And I I said that. I mean, I understand. I can't please everyone. I can just talk about what my experience of the sign is based on being a consultant and then someone who's paying attention to this and also thinking through this. Because sometimes people rely just singularly on experience. Like, I don't know any shy Leos. Well, maybe you don't know that many leos right um but you you could live long enough and meet them and then in possibility recognizing that if you think through the sign which is important the word consider literally the word consider means considering to think with your stars so what we're learning to do as we like talk through these signs is to think with your stars
0: i love it i love it and as far as sag for me the most important impactful person in my life was sagittarius to this day so uh, most impactful, shout out to my mother too, but my dad uh, is, I embody him in so many ways. Even sometimes I
1: look at that's myself. powerful. I, yeah, same thing God. for me. Someone just looked at my father on Facebook and was like, you look just like your dad. Whereas earlier in my life, people used to say, you look just like your mom.
0: How does that work? But we'll, we'll get to that another time. Uh, that's,
1: yeah, I, I've been thinking a lot about that, but we can get to that another time. I know you have to, you have to go.
0: No, you have to go.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) All right. Samuel Reynolds, follow him at unlockastrology.com and SF Reynolds for Samuel Frederick Reynolds, (laughs) SF Reynolds on the Twitters and uh drop the comments here, like, share, do all of that. And we'll see y'all in um what's what's after Aquarius? Pisces. Pisces. Okay. All right. We'll we'll see the two fish, one swimming upstream. One swimming downstream. Down mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get to that. Hey, Erica. All right. Thank you, Samuel.
1: Thank you.